right, it's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? Uh, it's Tuesday, September 26th. Like, este, ¿cómo están? ¿Cómo están, mi gente? Ay, 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 mi gente, mi raza. Ay, 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 uh, mi pueblo querido. Uh, what's up, fool? Uh, that's dumb. I'm uh, feeling good, dog. It's Tuesday, man. Well rested, dog. I took yesterday, Monday, pretty much travel day, dog. I came back from Salt Lake City, you know, had a layover in Phoenix, you know. It was it was chill mode, bro. And just happy to be home. Uh, thanks for all the well witches. Ay, ay, ay. I didn't post a lot in Salt Lake City, man. I was pretty, like, zoned in, concentrated. Ay, ay, ay. Um, there's not much to do out there, not much to see. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I say Salt Lake City, but I was actually not in Salt Lake City. I was in um, a little town called Provo. P-R-O-V-O. I had never heard of this town. It's uh, obviously in Utah. It's where BYU University is at. It's a college town. And that's where they have the little theater. It's a studio where they, where they tape dry bar comedy. Uh, so I, I talked to you guys about that shit last week. I was on, I was doing a taping for Dry Bar Comedy, and uh, so I was there. They fly me in, they put me up, give me a little cash, and then it's like, all right, cool. So you can do this. This show's been around for a long time, for, I think for like four or five years, and they got about three million subscribers on YouTube. So a lot of people watch these these uh, stand up comedy sets. They're about 20 minutes, 20, 25, and uh, clean, 100% clean. And when I talk about clean, my goodness, bro, I think that that that's when I wasn't nervous about the taping. I've done a plethora of tapings. Ay, ay, ay. I've done a lot of too many tapings. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, this was a little different. This was different because... Uh, obviously, it's not HBO, it's not Netflix, nothing like that. But what it was, what got me a little like nervous, but anxiety was that they were very strict on the clean. Um, for those of you who don't know, like first of all, Salt Lake City, very uh, Mormon town, and then if you go into Provo, hasta más way se pasan de verga way with the is it LSD, Latter Saints dialysis or what something something like that latter-day saints latter-day saints lds ld latter-day saints of this and that mormon town bro which people are are, are nice and sweet but i was googling wikipedia and wikipedia and some shit and there's also they get some bad rap they get they get good rap and they get bad rap right i'm guessing like any other religion but when you're not when you're around a religion you're not you're not you know it's the very familiar with, it can get a little intimidating. What I'm trying to tell you is that the whole little town of Provo is very, very Mormon. Now, when you think of Mormon, I went on a little rant last week about having multiple wives, which I'm still down with, and thank you for all the people who agree with me, uh, which I'm down with. But honestly, it's not even like that no more. It's not like that no more, dog. They've changed their ways when it comes to that. They frown upon, they frown upon Multiple wives shit, right? That's not... If you want to do that shit, you want to mess around with that, you got to go deeper into Utah, dog. Like, go into, like, secluded places where... Because those are, like, hardcore people. They're not like that. They're not They're not down with that. 
All right. They, but they are about celibacy and obviously, you know, not, you know, having sex until you get married and this and that. And religion comes first before anything else. Y la chingada, blah, 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 blah. Right? Whatever. No, it's all good. Uh, these are the guys that you'll see in the hood with the bikes and the little helmets and little in the tie. You know, the book. I actually saw the Book of Mormon, the play. I saw that play uh, on a date. And uh, it's actually really good, really funny. But anyways, that's, the, you know, the guys on the bikes full with the little black pen. You've seen them in the hood, dog. So this is where they come from. They come from here. Most of them, they come from this area. And they go out to different parts of the world. Central America, South America, you know, uh, Mexico, pinche, obviously all over the United States. And I don't know what exactly they're trying to accomplish, but it's part of their thing, right? They have to missionary work. They have to do missionary work. I got to meet a couple of these cats. I got to talk to some of these cats, which were actually really cool because they actually were familiar with places like Huntington Park. You know, they said, oh, yeah, I've been out there. I've been to the South Centrals and the Comptons and the Bells and the South Gates and the Huntington Parks. I was out there. A couple of them, a couple of them were like, oh, yeah, I've, we've that we went to that area. Uh, they talked about places they've been in Saul out there in L.A., which is, I thought was really cool. So we were kind of like bonding. Um, people were nice, what I'm trying to tell you, but they're very strict, fool. Like, here's an example. Like, when I was there early, you know, I was going over my notes, and there was a makeup artist lady, right? Young lady, in her early, like, 20s, and she was putting my makeup on, and she, and I was like, going over my notes and I said, hey, um, do you think I get away with the shit word? Do you think I get away with the word shit or ass or uh, I forgot what the other one was. Uh, but I know I asked about shit and ass. Tis the season to send us someone special a special something. And East LA Edible Arrangements got your back. That's right. The holidays are coming. Halloween is up down the corner. Lego Thanksgiving. Lego all of a sudden it's Christmas. Ike Kwanzaa. Ike Boxing Day. Está cabrón. And it's also Libra and Capricorn season. And those people are very needy. Make sure you hook them up with something very special, very delicious, and very healthy at East LA Edible Arrangements. You can look them up on the IG at edible underscore East LA or call them directly at 323-832-9551. Tell them Jerry Garcia sent you, and you get free delivery, and who knows, maybe a free candy apple, if you ask nicely. Si Dios quiere. All right? Shout out to the owner, small business owner, Miss Sally. Thank you for all the support. Thank you so much for supporting Jerry Garcia and the It's Not My Weekend podcast. Gracias. Late. And she's like, first of all, she like kind of froze, like, whoa, she didn't know how to, she didn't know how to react to just hearing those words. She kind of like stopped. She kind of like, um, I wouldn't say any of those words, maybe the second one, but the first one for sure. And I'm going to, which one, shit? And she's like, yeah, that word, I wouldn't even touch. Uh, the second word, it depends on you use it. But I wouldn't either. Like, she couldn't even repeat the words, dog. Like, she couldn't even... Re and we were by ourselves. No one was around, dog. She couldn't... She Like, she didn't drop her guard at all. Very, very... Like, into... Everyone there, bro. The, 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 the TV crew, the director, everybody. All the camera crew, all... Producer, everybody. Very... You know, it made me, like... And you know me. I mean, when I get comfortable, I'm sending those bad words, and I get a little this and that. So I was really worried about that. 
um, you could tell that they were kind of worried for me. Like, because I, especially because how I talk and I would drop a few like, oh, yeah, man, that's crazy shit, dog. Oh, man, that's fucking dope. Like, I would say things like that. Like, oh, that's oh, that's dope. Oh, that's fucking badass. Like, just talking in general about little things here and there. Like, oh, the camera's going to be out there. The lighting's here. Oh, that's dope. Oh, okay, that's badass. All right, cool. It's fucking bad. Okay, that, I like that. All right, badass. Whatever the fuck I was saying, some little words will come up, come out, right? And, just in, and you could tell they were like, pause and be like, uh-oh, we may have a problem here today. Like, they would look at each other like, ugh, ugh. And so, yeah. But with all that said, they were still fucking cool. Like, I would assure them, like, hey, oh, man, I'm a professional. Like, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I don't do 25. I have to do 25 minutes. I go, I usually don't do 25 minutes of clean. I do 10, 15 of clean. Up to maybe 20 if I stretch. But 25 is a challenge. They tell me 25 is a challenge. But I've been practicing. That's all. I've been practicing. I know I've taken out all the words that I don't need, all the bad words. I get it. I'm not a filthy comic. I don't talk about nasty things on there. I don't talk about like sex or stuff. I don't do that stuff anyway. I my the, my my worry is that my my set is about a vent. I'm venting about my children's, and with that vent, sometimes bad words will slip and come out, right? To you know, to emphasize my points. That's my concern. I'm not talking. I'm not. Concerned about dropping fucking pussy and dick and nah, you know. I'm concerned about just the F words and stuff like that in my slip out. And they do that, that, but I got this. And they're like, okay, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure you're good. I'm sure you got it. I'm like, yeah. I wasn't. I was like, fuck, man. I was nervous, bro. I was nervous. That sense. That sense. And just being in that environment, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I was among a sea of white people dog like white people everywhere 50 shades of pale i mean every like type of white skin you can think of was there for and uh yeah again i'm not trying to talk shit nice people very kind polite this and that but i'm always like i know i'm not I'm, i know i'm different here i'm not one of you guys so I know I'm not as expect as accepted as you think as I think I am. Does that make sense? And I mean, I didn't, I maybe saw three black people the entire time I was there. Maybe, maybe three people, three black people. I mean, it was all white Latinos. Of course, where do we see Latinos in the kitchen at the restaurants? Uh, bus boys cleaning up the fucking tables. That's where I saw them, bro. That's the only place I really saw Latinos in, fool. Um, but other than that, white people everywhere, dog. And I'm not saying they can they get intimidating. It's just different and out of my comfort zone. That's all it is, fool. I'm just out of my comfort zone, dog. And that's the problem, the issue that I have with some of these places when I travel. Like, I love going to these places. I love experiencing, seeing it, watching it. But it's not me, dog. I feel like out of place, right? It's like going into a house where you know you're not really welcome, but you're tolerated. That makes sense? And that's just como me siento when I go to these places, fool. Uh, which is why I don't post that much either. Like, I wasn't posting enough. Like, because I was just like, you know what? Let me just concentrate on what I got to get done here. And and let's get, let's get this done, dude. Um, I took my girl. I took my son, Nicolás. Uh, we did a little getaway with it. So they, they, it was actually, I'm glad I, I brought them. 
um, I don't really, they don't really come out to any shows, but this is one show that I'm glad they came to. Um, because it helped me like just stay like, you know, on a on a cool chill mode, you know, the whole weekend. Anyway, so we shoot it twice. We we taped twice. The first one, I didn't feel good about it, man. I did not feel good about it. Uh, the good news is that no bad words were even slipped or nothing, which is why, but that's why I didn't feel good about my set. I felt so watered down. I, I felt fake. I felt like it was not me, right? I changed a bunch of little words that I, I usually would emphasize it with a bad word, like, oh, shit, and oh, damn, oh, fuck, to like, oh, man, oh, dude, oh, man, oh, well. And it, it just didn't, it didn't land the same to me. And... Of course, and there's about a hundred people in the audience, and again, one wider than the next, just as wide as you can get, one wider than the next, and uh, that of course, I have they have to I have to like earn their laughter a little more, dog. Right? You look out there, people look at me like, "What's this brownie up there? What's brownie? What's he gonna talk about?" So it was hard. Another thing, I talk about pretty much being a single father. Raising kids of my own, and all the ninety percent of people, if not ninety nine percent of the people in the audience, are all happily married couples. You know, married people. They they don't do the single father shit out there. They don't do the single parenting thing out there. They don't. Not in Provo, Utah. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, no. That's another thing that was working against me. That I didn't really realize that until I was basically on stage. Like, I I was like, wait a minute. There are no single parents out there, fool. Like, I saw all couples, couples, old couples, viejito couples, young couples, college couples, all couples, couples, even family, mom, dad, kids, like 18, 19-year-old kids. Like, it was all family. So I'm up here talking about, Oh, okay, my kids, and, you know, it's not my weekend or whatever the hell I was saying and, and you know, raising these damn kids my, by myself and blah, blah, blah. I, I, it was just not relating, bro. I could tell it was not relating. But the bits are strong enough, funny enough, where I was able to, to extract, ay, 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 extract, you know, people's, I mean, the jokes are good, bro, is what I'm trying to tell you. They're fine. But the laughs were not as genuine as they usually are, you know? And I I think, honestly, I mean, the cameras are on, so people are a little nicer and just going to laugh just to laugh, maybe, also. But the point is, I never felt comfortable on my first set. Never did. I never felt comfortable on my set. The whole time, I was sweating more than usual, and I wasn't even, like, I know. I just, I got in my head. And my whole time I'm on stage, I'm like, don't cuss, motherfucker. Don't cuss, motherfucker. Don't cuss, motherfucker. Don't, the whole time, Every time I'm setting up a joke and I'm going to hit a punchline, don't fucking cuss, bro. And I didn't. I was really proud of myself with that. Really proud. So that's the first show. We did the first show. Uh, again, not very well. Not very good. Second time around, second show, lighter audience. Once again, first show was at 6.30, guys. Sun is still out. People are, came out. It's a Saturday. People came out excited, happy to be there. 100 people, 110, 20, excited, ready to go on a Saturday. Second show at 8.30, I believe, 9 o'clock. 
9 o'clock. We had like a one-hour gap for dinner and food and whatever. 9 o'clock. Less people. Maybe there was like 70 people there. Not as excited to be there. It's late now for them. It's, it's a slow town. It's a quiet town. You know? So, uh, people, the energy wasn't there. The energy, the first show at least had the energy. And their energy is kind of like what kept me going. Like, jokes are fine, Jerry. Jokes are fine. You're doing fine. You're doing good. You're doing good. I wasn't. But I, in my head, that's what kept me going. Their energy, their response, their attentiveness kept me going. The second show, people were just more like, it's late. It's 9 o'clock. Ugh, oh, my goodness. We should be asleep by now. I got a, I got church at 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Oof. That you know, I felt that. I felt that lower energy. And of course, it's called dry bar, ladies and gentlemen, for a reason. They don't have alcohol there. They don't have anything. They only have popcorn and soda and candy. That's it. Nothing. Not even coffee fool. So yes, it's a very, very sober audience, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with I almost would prefer a sober audience. Than a super drunk audience, pretty much. Uh, I can be more in control with a sober audience. Anyways, second set comes around. I've learned from my mistakes in the first round. I knew what I made. I knew what I did wrong. I knew, okay, this joke didn't work. That joke, I shouldn't have said this. This joke, let's try it this way. Let's emphasize this point on this joke. Blah, 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 blah. So I was able to like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Fix and adjust some mistakes from the first set to the second set. So the second set, I got to admit, I felt a lot better. I felt more comfortable. And I shook it off. I'm like, Jerry, this is a fucking dry bar YouTube show, dog. Like, why am I even tripping? Why am I tripping so much, dog? Like, let's just get the job done here, fool. There's no need for me to be all like, I've done HBO, bro, twice. I've done Netflix. Come on. And I'm like, I was just psyching myself out. Psyching myself out. Like, I shouldn't be this stressed. Over a 25-minute clean set in fucking Provo, Utah. No need. But I was. I was. I wanted to deliver. I really wanted to deliver. And I did pretty better. I did better second second show. Better. I got some strong laughs. I got I got lucky with a good little crowd of people who really were feeling me. They, they were like about a group of like six, seven people who were... Really giving me a lot of energy and laughing hard at the stuff I was saying. So I was really relating with them. Um, they, I would look at them and they were just fucking laughing their asses off. And that kept me going. The rest of the audience, eh, they would come and go. They would come and go. But they kept me going. And they kept me just punching through, punching through. And I felt good. I really felt good. Um, better than the first show. Not great. I don't think I knocked it out of the ballpark. Not by any means. But I felt better. Because um, I, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, dog. Because after it is, you get paid off the views. You get paid off the views and tips. There's like tips. And the tips go directly to the comic that you tip. And so th we're talking about almost over 3 million subscribers, dog. So I'm like, okay, at the very least, I want as many of these people to see me, dog. And that's all that matters. I don't care about the tips. I don't care about the, just. I want more people to see me, so more people come out to my shows. That's all that matters for. 
And that's what we're doing. And and I and I appreciate it. I, I dry bar and I respect it. The thing is that here's the other thing about this dry bar thing. I respected it, bro. I respect what they're doing here, bro. Like, I respect that it's a legit show with real camera work, a director, everything. And they're very careful about their brand. They're very careful about their show. They care about their show. They're very strict on the no profanity, no sexual innuendos, like very, very clean family fun. And you know what, guys? Talking to the other comedians that were there, cool people. They're, one was from uh, North Carolina and the other one, I think, from Chicago or New, York, New Jersey. They were East Coast guys. Talking to them, like, we, I understood, like, yeah, this is important for us comics because we have to be able to work clean. It's clean. Working clean is very important. It's becoming very important to me. Now, it's very difficult. It's not easy for me, but it's a good challenge because I want to be able to, like, I want to cross over to TV more and just be able to do my sets anywhere I can, anywhere, without ever worrying about, oh, you can't say that, or you can't do that, or you can't. Oh, you got to clean that up here without having to ever worry about that. And right now I worry about that. Right now I worry about like, yo, I can't say that here. Oh, that, 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 that can't be told here. That's not cool, bro. That's not cool. All right. I, I should be better than that. I should definitely be better than that. But the experience was amazing. And I want to thank Dry Bar, Com Dry Bar Comedy for this. Look out for it. When is it going to drop? I don't know. They said it takes a couple months with editing. Um... It was cool. We did a photo shoot. We did a little promo drop. It was fun, bro. They're very legit. Very, very legit, dog. And I appreciate them. Um, took a couple of pictures. I posted him. Uh, Nicolás was there. He got to see me, which is dope. He came to the show. My girl, too. Uh, and got some good feedback from them. Good and bad feedback. And, you know. All that, all that helps, fool. All that definitely. Nicolas is just like, I'm not like that. I'm not, I don't even have blonde hair and blue eyes. You know, they are like, oh, God, Jesus Christ, please. Stop it. Stop it. All right, man. Let's, uh, I'm going to take a quick break right here, dog. Let's stop it. We'll pause it right here. And, uh, yeah, that was Dry Bar Comedy, Utah. Thanks for having me, y'all. All right. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, let me see here. I think I got some shout outs, some screenshots. I got like one or two. Uh, first of all, thanks for all the feedback from Jiffy Loop. Yeah, bullshit, right? Goddamn bullshit, dog. Uh, let me see here. I got one. Oh, in fact, let's start with that one. Uh, where's she at? Here we go. Uh, here's one from my, from, from the homie Chrissy from Chicago. Uh, hey, Jerry Point, wanted to tell you congratulations on the dry bar set. That is really awesome. I found out about some really funny people on that platform oh so she watches dry bar and she's yeah it's really cool dude uh i'm sure you will be successful with it also i understand you 100 when it comes to the car insurance i pay for myself and my 19 year old to have full coverage on each of our vehicles and now my 16 year old has a permit so my insurance is about 1800 for six months ay 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 Anyway, what oh uh and what we do for our kids, right? Take care. O M G. First of all, 19-year-old dog? Oh shit. Heck's not dog. Well my kids are 18 and up full, you're on your own, homie. Grab a steak knife, go hunt. I don't give a shit. 
You're on your own. 18, dog? You better have a job, fool. At least part-time, dog. I mean, I'll help you with stuff here and there, dog. I'll, I'll treat a meal once in a while. But I'm not going to be like, oh, get on my insurance. I'll pay for this. I'll pay for that. I'll, nah, y'all grown-ass man. Fool, I've been paying for my own shit since I was like 15 years old, dog. I, my, dude, guys, I didn't, I didn't grow up with money, fool. I didn't. And I know one of our goals as parents today is to not have our kids go through what we went through. I get that too, dog, which is why we do. I do spoil these motherfuckers, all three of them. All three of them. I do. But, I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere too. For me, it's going to be at 18 years of age. I don't know. I'm just talking shit right now. But I just don't remember when I was 15, dog, I had to buy my own car. I had to pay for my own insurance. Uh, like, I had to pay for... I, I wanted fucking shoes. I had to pay everything. You sold everything, bro. I hustled for everything I had. My parents didn't have much, fool. My parents didn't have not much. They... I mean, I told you guys, I saw my dad's pay stubs back in 1993. Back in 1993. You know how much dad was getting weekly? Weekly, guys. A week. Le pagaban semanal. Le pagaban... $370 a week, fool. A week. I saw the pay stubs. And I was like, what the? Even, even for 1993, I thought that was a little bit. I thought he was making at least $500, $600 a week. He was making $370 a week, fool. What is that? What is that? A little over 1000 a month. And my mom, she would clean houses. And I told you guys these stories as well. She will go clean houses, spend hours in that fucking bitch-ass house. Four, five, six hours. She detailed the fuck out of these houses. Four, five hours for $100, fool. For $100. Then out of those $100, she would spend like 40 of it on fucking cleaning supplies, dude. We would stop at a 99-cent store, Dollar Tree, and she would buy all kinds of rags, some of the stuff, of course, she already had, but she needed a lot of stuff for these gigs. So she would spend a lot of money, fool. Meet my fucking 10, 11 year old dumbass. I want a chocolate. I want a soda. I want some chips. Of course, right? Like a fucking idiot. So there goes that on top of that. I don't know how my parents did it, fool. I, I really don't. My dad had. Two jobs sometimes. One was paying him like a hundred and something bucks because oh, he was only there like a few days a week. And the other one was fucking 370 bucks, fool. Breaking his back, fool. Like hard labor, bro. Like hard. He would come home with fucking blisters and cuts and bruises. Back braces, fool. He would go through back braces. Like he had a new back brace like every two months because they would tear. Like, this motherfucker broke his back literally, fool. I remember one time he fell at his job, fool. And I was like, grande, Because I remember I drove to go get him. So I must have been at least 18. He fucking slipped and fell, fool. And they called me, what well, they called us. And I went to go get him. I had to take him to the hospital to urgent care. And then, I, and then from urgent care, they're like, yo, he's, your dad has like all these dislocated discs on his back. And... Because he couldn't move his neck. It was neck. Dude, you would think, right? You see the commercials all the time. Oh, 
Injured at work? Injured at work? No. But we're talking about it's the 90s, bro. We didn't, we didn't, nosotros éramos humildes, wey. Like, my mom and dad didn't want those kind of problems, fool. Yo, I was a little bit more woke by then when I was like, huh, I wonder if we can sue. Can we make some money out of this fucking shit? Because my dad was like climbing up fucking boxes to put shit away up on top of things. And he fell. He broke his fucking back. Like, and then my dad was like, no, 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 no quiero problemas. No quiero, no quiero, no. I'm, I remember bringing it up like, hey, shouldn't we like get a lawyer or something? Like, and even the, the doctors was like, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not here to say anything, but maybe you should look into like, you know, how your dad's being treated at work. The, my dad's boss was a fucking Mexican, dog, from Monterrey, way. He was the owner of this little-ass shop in fucking The Grove, right? He had inherited from the previous boss, white man Jew, who had retired. And he was going to give it either to my dad or this guy. But my dad slept on it. My dad, no, my, he, the owner wanted to give the shop to my dad. My dad was like, nah, I don't know if I can handle that. I, don't, I can barely read and write. I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm good. Like, and, and I think the, the boss had asked him for like money. Like, hey, give me like $5,000, fool. And I'll give you this fucking shop, bro. You can take over it. I'm retiring. But the other fool stepped up. He was a y little younger Mexican dude also. And he's like, yo, yo just, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. And he paid the guy whatever he had to pay. And he took over the shop. So he went from my dad's colleague, coworker, to my dad's boss. And he was a fucking asshole, bro. A fucking asshole. Dickhead, fool. To my dad, fool. But my dad loved that job. He was really good at it. He was just... He was used to it, basically. And so, anyways, this guy falls. My dad falls at work. I go. I pick him up. He can barely walk. Take him to urgent care. Urgent care, like, he's got some dislocated discs. So they refer him to a chiropractor, fool. Right? At first, we're paying for all this shit, dog. The chiro we get to the chiropractor. You know how chiropractors are, fool. Oh, yeah. You got to come like twice a week. You're all fucked up. The chiropractor's like, you're all fucked up. You got to come like twice a week, two, three times a week. We got to adjust your back for like six months, dog. Two, three times a week for like six months. And it was far. Not in HP. There were no chiropractors in HP yet, dog. I forgot where we drove, but it was outside of town. To the big city. <laughs> and, uh... At first, we we're paying for this. And I was like, why are we paying for this? And the chiropractor's like, yeah, why are you paying for this, dog? Yeah, you're supposed to get reimbursed. Your boss is supposed to pay for this. And I go back and tell the boss, and I'm like, hey, hey, wey, que, que, que tienes que pagar, wey, que es por, por el chiropractor. And he's like, no, pues, pa que está chingando, pa que está yendo, ya está bien. Si tu papá ya está bien, he's fine. Your dad's fine, dude. He's walking, he's talking, he's coming to work. He's good. He don't, stop, you don't need to be going to the chiropractor. I'm like, uh, according to the chiropractor, it needs to go like six months. Like six months. It's like exaggerating. That was exaggerating. You're fine. It's been like two weeks already. He's good. He's good. And my dad's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. My dad's like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's just drop it. I don't need to go back. We never went back, fool. My dad would get mad at me because I would try and argue for him. And I'll be like, hey, compa, que, que, que puedes que la espalda le duele? Javier... ¿Te duele la espalda? No, no, ya estoy bien, ya, ya estoy bien. Oh, tu papá dice que está bien, he's saying he's fine. I, I, I know he's saying that, but he's not. No, pero ya está bien, dude, viene a trabajar. 
si quieres salir otro día. He goes, no, and then he would be like, this is how he would train him. He would train him like, oh, ¿sabes? ¿sabes? ¿No, te, ¿No te sientes bien? Vete a la casa. Vete a la casa. No, no regreses. Vente, vete, para, vente hasta el otro lunes. But that means he's not going to get paid. He's not going to pay him. Vete. Si quieres, si no te sientes bien, go, leave. Descansa mañana, regresa hasta el siguiente día. And my dad's like, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. I'm like, ¿y le vas a pagar? And I'm like, ¿y, y, ¿y se pagan esos días? No, mijo, no, mijo. Si no se trabaja, no se paga. ¿Cómo crees? Aquí no estamos de unión. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, what do you want to do, dad? ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué quieres hacer? No, 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 yo tengo que trabajar, yo tengo que trabajar. And he worked. And he, and he never stopped working, dude. My dad worked weekends, dog. That's when never gave him a weekend off. He, that's when he needed him the most on weekends. That was when it was busiest. Because all his other, he had all his family working with him. His wife, his brother. All his, he had all his wife, everybody. My dad's like, all pinches huevones, we no hacen nada. Those fuckers are lazy, dude. And they would get the weekends off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The wife not working a weekend. The, the brother's not working a weekend. Guess who's working a weekend? Fucking dumbass. My dad. Oh, yeah. So my dad would carry all the load on weekends, fool. He would have only Mondays off, fool. And even dad, he was, they would still call him in. He would come Sunday. And my mom was like, okay, what's going on? No, yo creo que voy a ir a trabajar. Mucho trabajo. And he would just go back. He, like, he had no days off, fool. So, yeah, my dad was that guy. My dad would, I don't know, how do you get into this fucking rant? Oh, so, yeah, the rant was that basically that I, I saw this. So I experienced a lot of this. I knew that my parents were making a lot of money, dog. I felt guilty. I felt bad. I felt poor. I felt like not, like a nothing. I did. So I would hustle. I would hustle. I would get a bunch of jobs at 15, 16. I had a bunch of jobs. I was working in high school. I was working in warehouses. I was working just jobs fool like anything to make money i even sold some weed like whatever it took i did fool i did i broke into cars i broke into houses i broke into fucking firework stands i i did what i had to do fool um yeah so because i knew i didn't have much at home fool i didn't want to ask them i didn't want to ask my parents whenever my dad or my mom gave me 20 dollars for anything i knew i knew that was a lot for them fool I knew I felt I felt bad taking that money from them, but I also really wanted that shirt, you know. Like, damn, that was, it was it was a tough deal, bro. It was a tough deal. Um, oh, just to finish off the thought, we never we never sued. We should have, and I fucking one of my biggest regrets was that not suing. Um, but again, we would talk about it. My mom would be like, no, 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 I can tell us in problems eso. Los, los abogados son muy caros y van a investigar y no, my dad's like, no, I'm going to lose my job, me van a correr and what am I going to do and it was literally that, man and yo, being a fucking idiot too, being 18, 19, 20 not being very highly educated or very aware of what the fuck is really going on with real adulting work, life real world problems I was still naive to a lot of that where I wish I could have pushed back a little bit more and been like, nah, fuck that. We're gonna sue, fool. Even if we get a thousand dollars, we're gonna fucking sue. But my parents were like, nah, we can't, fool. Like, I need this job, bro. Like, once we sue, I can't work there no more. What the fuck am I gonna do? Hell, that, that part, that part. Sucks, man. That's the shit we go through, bro. 
that's the shit we went through, man. And uh, that's why I appreciate everything I have, fool, for real, dog. Even the little things, man. But yeah, thanks, Chrissy. Thanks for that. Uh, here's another shout out. Uh, oh, I think it's a new listener. Uh, uh, to, uh, Mellow, Mellow Buds, Mellow Bubs, at M E L O B U B S underscore Mellow Bubs. I screenshotted it. That's how I didn't get your real name, fool. My bad. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I have. Uh, uh, hey, Jerry, I literally finished your entire podcast from the beginning to the end. Damn, dog. I don't even know what number we're on, fool, bro. We're up in the hundreds, dog. Thank you, fool. Me and my husband. Oh, you're a little lady. Oh, my bad. My bad. I thought it was a guy. Mellow Bubs. Me and my husband can't wait for second season of Tragos Amargos when it comes out. By the way, can we get a shout out? Evelyn and Raul. We can't wait till you get back to Chicago. That is right. I love Chicago. Doc. And Oh, Chrissy was also from Chicago. It's a Chicago-themed show. I'm originally from Southgate and Linwood. I love your stories when you mention those areas. It brings back my childhood memories. Gracias. Dessert. Thank you, Evelyn. Shout out to you and Raul. Uh, let me see here. Uh, thanks again, Jerry. You did an, this is an older message. I mean, thanks again, Jerry. You did an awesome job. We really enjoyed your show. I think that's when I was in Chicago. See you next time you stop by. Uh, by the way, I was one of the ones who requested a Juan Graviel on your Tragos Amargos podcast, and we noticed your Juan Graviel episode is hidden on YouTube. It's all good. Can't wait for your... I don't know. I think I looked into that. Uh, I'm sure that was fixed. That's not supposed to be hidden. Um, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, let me see what I was going on here. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'll tell you what... Oh, let me tell you what happened in... And, whoa, yeah, I forgot what... Let me tell you what happened in freaking Utah, dog. So, as I mentioned, uh, I was in Salt Lake City. We're in Provo, and which is about 45 minutes away from Salt Lake City. And after we decided to... After I decided to bring my little lady and Nicolás, we obviously decided to spend an extra day there and spend the weekend and come back Monday. So, with that said... I decided to rent a car, you know, the hotel and my flight was paid for. So I paid for, obviously, my, my girl and Nicolás's flight. And while I was there, I'm like, yo, let's get a rental. And which I, I rarely get rentals. I've done it maybe a handful of times. Um, I'm an Uber guy. I just Uber to my hotel, to the show, come back home. But I rented a car this time, fool, from Hertz. And this has nothing to do with Hertz. It's not going to be another one of those fucking Jiffy Loop rants, fool. Just in general, rental cars. Uh, I went through Expedia. I use Expedia a lot. I use Expedia for my flights, for my hotels, and for this instance, for my car. So I rented a car through Expedia. Gracias a Dios, I did check off the $10 a day for insurance kind of shit. So that's the good news. The bad news is that, so we're driving on the car. I got a freaking Malibu. And you know what's funny about this is that when we when we got to, to the Hertz, they gave me an option, right? They're like, "All right, you gain you gain a, a a compact car, right? A small car. Um, you, we have three available. We got the Honda Accord, which I drive. I drive a Honda Accord. Very familiar with it. We have a Toyota Corolla. The new, these are all new ones, twenty twenty threes, twenty twenty twos. A Toyota Corolla or a Chevy Malibu. My least favorite was a Chevy Malibu." Because 
Myself, I'm like, I, I don't, I'm, not gonna, I'm not ever going to buy a Chevy Malibu. Like, I'm never going to buy one. The Corolla, I'm interested to see because I'm, I'm looking to maybe buy one for my kids. Maybe my girl might want to get one. Corolla's very reliable. They're very pretty. I want to see what the new one looks like. And the Honda Accord, I'm down for the Honda Accord because I'm familiar with the Honda Accord. I know how to drive a Honda Accord. I know how to use it, how to navigate it easily. So maybe the Honda Accord. So my first choice was like the Honda. I'll take the Honda Accord. My girl's like, nah, let's not do the Honda Accord. Uh, you have a Honda Accord. I go, all right, let's do the Corolla. I want to check it out. She's like, Corolla, isn't, aren't they small? Aren't they like little tiny cars? I'm like, yeah, they're small, but, I mean, they're new. It's a new one. I want to check it out. She's like, nah, uh, how about the Malibu? I'm like, yeah, it's a Malibu. I mean, how? F- it's a Malibu, dog. Like, And I go, okay, fine. It's a Malibu. I'm never going to buy a Malibu, so might as well drive a Malibu just to say I've driven a Malibu, right? I said, let's go with the Malibu. Fuck it. Drive the Malibu. Well, yeah, we have an actual discussion. I choose a Malibu. We get in a Malibu. We drive. We're, we're not, I, I, obviously, there's nobody there. They just give you the keys. The keys are in the car. They give you the number where it's parked. They give you the car. Get in the car. Now, yeah, some of you are already saying, I'm, we're, I'm fucking up here. You're supposed to uh, look at the car, right? Make sure that everything's fine with the car, right? There's no cracks, dents, leaks. I didn't do that, to be honest with you. I just, we were talking on the way to the car, talking, 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 looking at where we're going, looking up the hotel, open a trunk, put the shit in our trunk, got in the car, turn on the car, put the navigation on, put on the address where we're heading to. Nothing, I mean, nothing. I didn't do a whole inspection of the car. First mistake. Real mistake. Get off the lot. Get off the lot of the car. We leave the fucking place. We leave the airport. We're driving. I want to say maybe 10, 15 minutes, maybe half an hour into our drive, I notice a crack on the front windshield on the passenger side. I was like, hey, what is that? Is that a crack? She sees it. And it's about six inches, the crack. And she's like, yeah, it's a crack. Was that, I'm like, was that there already? She's like, it must have been. I'm like, huh. All right. I guess it must have been already there. And then my girl's like, should you call Hertz and let them know? I'm like, no. We sh- I don't think so because we're going to sound like uh, guilty. Like, we're going like, to sound like, hey, we just noticed a crack in the shield. Like, they're going to be like, yeah, right, they, you just noticed it. You, it probably just, you know, you're calling to tell us you just, that shit just happened. Right? So I was like, no, maybe it was already there. And we got a car with a fucking cracked windshield. We got a car with a cracked windshield. And it's already partly in the fucking system that it's a cracked windshield on it. She's like, all right, you should call. I'm like, nah, I think we're good. Second mistake. Right? Now, this is Saturday morning. We're gonna we're not gonna return the car till Monday. So we're driving around, driving around, dude. We start noticing as the weekend goes on, this crack is getting larger and larger. And it got it went from like it was probably originally like four to six inches. And it got from then it was from six to ten inches. And then it went from ten to like twelve inches at least. And I'm like, oh shit. 
This shit's getting bigger. Is it just me or that thing's getting bigger? She's like, yeah, that thing's getting bigger. I'm like, oh, fuck. She's like, now should we call? I'm like, now it's Saturday evening, Sunday morning. Like, they're going to obviously think it was just that we just, it, we, we did it. No, man. Oh, fuck, man. Now, I'm, now I start freaking out. She's like, did you get insurance? I'm like, through Expedia? Like, not through Hertz? I, Hertz didn't even offer insurance. They just said, they just asked me if I'm insured. If, if I have insurance, I say, yes, I have insurance. I'm like, cool. What's your insurance? I'm like, progressive. All right, cool. They put in progressive on my insurance. They didn't offer, like, do you want extra protection, you know, besides your insurance? They didn't offer it, which I probably would have declined anyway, right? Knowing that I already got some from Expedia and that I already have my own insurance. I probably would anyways, not that they offered though. They did not. So then I'm like, okay, whatever. I did get Expedia insurance. She's like, but that's not Hertz insurance. I'm like, I know, I know. Fuck. Sure enough, we returned the car on Monday. And I'm telling you, the look... The look, this month, as we're driving into the lot, there's people that were clipboards. And let me tell you, that fucking girl's eyes just went wide open straight to the crack, fool. Straight to the crack. She's like, whoa, what the heck? She went straight to the crack, straight to the car. She took her little fucking marker out and circled the crack and fucking put a little, like, initial or something on it. Got her, she's like, whoa. It's like, I'm like, yeah, hey, that was there already. I did the... I thought that was there already. And she's like, really? Huh? Let me see here. Did you inspect the car before you left? Did you report it before you left? I'm like, no. Uh, honestly, we just noticed it as we drove out. But it was small. The crack was really small. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger as the weekend went on. And she's like, did you call and let them know? I'm like, no, I didn't call. And she's like writing all this shit in the clipboard. Yeah, I didn't call. I just, I mean, we didn't use a car much. It was parked most of the time. Um, so by the time we got back in the car, we just noticed it was getting bigger. And she's like, okay, so you didn't call. I'm like, no. All right. Blah, blah, blah. And you didn't, do you have any, any pictures of the car before you left the lot? Any, did you take any pictures of the car? Of the, of the car? I'm like, no. She's like, okay. Blah, blah, blah. blah. All right. Well... Uh, I have, obviously we're going to report this and uh, you're going to have to sign here. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to sign it. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Like, it was there already. And she's like, okay, okay, you don't have to sign. The, uh, signing does say that you, you're admitting to uh, it happening. So don't go ahead and don't sign. But so write a note here of what you think happened. So I'm like, I noticed the crack 30 minutes into our drive. I, small, I noticed a small crack on the, on the windshield. I figured it was always there since the beginning, so I didn't, like, do anything about it. As the weekend went on, I realized the crack is getting larger and larger. And then I saw, I, I, like, I just put period, I think. I think that's how I put. Um, so now you're like, okay, so now they're going to contact, they're going to investigate, and they're going to contact you. And they're going to tell you what the fucking process is like. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? I go, she's like, did you get insurance? I'm like, yeah. Oh, great, great. Yeah, through Expedia. Oh, oh, that's a third party. I'm not sure. You're going to have to figure that out with them. So if you didn't get insurance with us, then you're probably going to have to pay out of pocket. 
and they get reimbursed from Expedia. I'm like, oh, fuck. Are you serious? How much is a windshield? I don't know that, sir. We would have to get all that stuff before we call you. We have got other information before you call you. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. I started stressing now, fool. Like, oh, no. Called Expedia, Expedia. And Expedia were like, well, the good news is that you did check off the box. You do have the insurance. The bad news is that we got to see what the hell happened. We can't tell you we're going to cover anything until we figure out what happened, until we get the report from Hertz. I'm like, oh, okay. But you do cover windshields, right? We can't say that, sir. Uh, we can't say that we're going to cover it if we don't know what happened. Oh, okay. All right. You do cover negligence, right? And dumbassness, right? Sir, we can't tell you that until we figure everything out. We get all the facts first. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll wait for the report. We'll wait for a report, sir. Get back at us when you get it. Okay, all right, thank you. All right, have a great day. Uh, yeah, you too. And that's what can happen, dog. Crack windshield. Let's see if anybody gives me any feedback on that. Give me some feedback on crack windshield, dog. Honest to God, guys, I don't think it was me. I mean, we literally noticed it like within 15 to 30 minutes of our drive. And I should have fucking called. I should have even maybe come back. Pero yo de pendejo, yo de pendejo, thinking, nah, I'll be fine. It was a little crack, bro. I'm telling you, it was like four to six inches. Four to six inches. So I'm just like, and we just noticed it. So we're like, I think that was there already. I think that had to be there already. It's like, yeah, that's the first thing that went to my head. It was already there. It was already there. Um, It probably was. It probably was there, but it was probably a lot smaller before where it wasn't noticed. But when I got it, with my luck, of course, that shit just started getting bigger and bigger. And so I'm fucked, guys. I'm fucking fucked, dude. All right, I'm going to leave it at that, guys. Just real quick. Um, Pinche, I'm coming out to a few places. Dallas Hyenas, October 13th, Fort Worth Hyenas. Fort Worth, I believe, is October 13th. Dallas Hyenas, October 14th. Then coming out to Chandler, Arizona, Mike Drop Mania, October 20th and 21. San Antonio, we just added a date, November 3rd, not at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. We're doing an event center, and some, some little venue, like a banquet hall. All right? Working out the details on that, on that. but November 3rd. But November 4th, we're doing Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, Roscoe's Comedy Club, Concrete and I back together again for that, for that weekend. Hopefully San Antonio as well. You don't know about San Antonio yet. All right. So um, show's coming up. Bunch of dates. Getting ready. Let's do this. I'm excited. And um, that's pretty much it for me, man. All right. Uh, shoot me any shout outs, any questions, any feedback. I appreciate all of it. Please share. Please let the motherfuckers know. I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast. Let's do this. I'm going to